Last week here on Media Watch, we mentioned, just in passing, that the media seemed pretty amused by that yarn about the cash-toting gang members who were caught trying to get KFC from Hamilton into Auckland when it was still in Level 4. And jokes about the illegal Teagle and contraband coleslaw spread on a cop car bonnet were fairly funny, even though it was actually a potentially serious breach. Overseas, The Guardian told the world the arrest struck a chord with New Zealanders because of our strict lockdown rules here. In such an environment, fast food can take on the aura of a high-value illicit substance. Meanwhile, the BBC wondered whether actual illicit substances were part of the story, reporting that ounce bags and a hundred grand in cash were seized along with the food. And when all that went global, it was inevitable that US Late Show host and Aotearoa-ophile Stephen Colbert would notice. Ten tubs of coleslaw? Arrest them for that! Who looks at mac and cheese and mashed potatoes and says, ah, you know what I could go for? Wet cabbage. We'll be right back with Bob Woodward. But while Colbert squeezed a gag out of the coleslaw on the CBS network, a frontman here had a sense of humour failure about it last weekend. Two guys got caught trying to smuggle buckets of K-fry over the Auckland border. Hilarious. I just think sometimes the fixation is a bit lame. It was Jack Tame who told his ZB listeners he hoped we wouldn't have a fast food frenzy coming out of Level 4 this time round, but he was disappointed. Honestly, big brand fast food franchise marketing has to be one of the greatest media swindles of our time. Because in case you haven't noticed, the food's not really that good. And that's a fair point, but in case Jack Tame hadn't noticed, the media are a part of that problem. They carry a heavy load of fast food ads, and the big brands sponsor a lot of media content and events, and launches of new and novel franchised fast food products get heaps of hype for free on their entertainment shows. And Jack Tame might be just as disappointed about the media queuing up to cover the fast food frenzy in numbers. When last year's Level 4 lockdown lifted, a TVNZ reporter bought a burger breakfast live on air and he was captured by two other national media outlets as he did so. Two Big Macs and hot chocolate. Went through, went through. Okay, well, <laughs> thanks. Here's thanks. the photographer. You might be able to see him when I drive past. Okay. Hi, hey, okay. mate. How's it going? <laughs> yeah, good. And at that time, even public service RNZ was in motorised McDonald's queues in the regions. Hemi Rangi was on his way to work when he called in at about 7 o'clock. Well, I'm quite into these hunger buses, so that's usually my uh, come-to at the breakfast time. What have you been doing for breakfast during the lockdown, then? I'm having to cook my own. (laughs) And plumber Hemi's cooking skills were even RNZ newsworthy after that. Hemi Rangi was on his way to his plumbing job. He was hanging out for a particular combo deal, saying he was over his own cooking. Now, at that time, some pointed out that what people were really craving was the return of normal life to their neighbourhoods more than the actual takeaways, but not everyone was willing or able to spend on treat food as soon as they could. Last year, News Hub at 6 reporter Wilhelmina Shrimpton filmed early morning lines at money transfer offices. It wasn't just coffee shops attracting a crowd. Cash converters and a foreign exchange in South Auckland were also inundated with people. The day of the Level 3 shift earlier this month, New Zealand Herald columnist Matthew Hooten said the real story was not takeaways, but half a million essential workers across the country who kept the real economy going through the national lockdowns in 2020 and again in 2021. That so many Aucklanders have been going to work over the last month underlines that lockdown is largely a middle-class phenomenon. 
While white-collar workers get to work from home or pretend to, those in healthcare, social services, agriculture, forestry, fishing, manufacturing, distribution and retail have been showing up at their workplaces right through. And we should applaud them, said Matthew Hooton. But much of the mainstream media this time round barely mentions them. For example, when TVNZ's Seven Sharp addressed the stresses of the lengthening lockdown recently, they showed hosts Hilary Barry and Jeremy Wells bemoaning boredom, lolling round on their sofas eating. It's only been one hour? If you're feeling like this, you're not alone. In fact, there's a pretty accurate word to describe it. It's called languishing. Also recognised as meh, blah, fed up, or just over it. And those who have been busier than ever working essential and often low-paid jobs wouldn't have found this advice on Seven Sharp from media-friendly psychologist Sarah Chatwin very handy. We need to find those things that resonate for us. So it might mean that you Zoom or you Skype a friend and have a great conversation. It might mean that you watch that, that TV box set that you've been putting off or that you achieve some of those things in your life that you put off pre-lockdown that you now have a lot of time to get to. So, I mean, you, you've just got to celebrate what you can do and leave the rest of it behind. 